twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. And welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roque. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll talk about using radios while traveling. We'll discuss what features and accessories will make your life easier while taking a road trip with friends or riding a motorcycle. We'll also review the Midland GXT 760 VP4 two-way radio and take some of your questions from the two-way radio blog and from folks in the forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by buytwowayradios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Buytwowayradios.com, your radio specialists. So, we're going to take a road trip, and we want to take along some radios. Uh, do we need something really specific, or will just any radio do? A lot of radios will do. You've, you've got a lot of options if you're going on a road trip, but there are some things that make one choice of a radio better than others. Really, with uh, a road trip, you're going to want to talk, be able to use a radio to communicate from one vehicle to another. That's the most common use. You've got a couple of people traveling in cars, you want to be able to communicate from one to the other. So range may be an issue. If the car behind you gets stuck at a stoplight that you've gone through, that's going to create some, some separation. If you want to be able to talk in that scenario, you may need a more powerful radio to give you the kind of range that you need. Uh, some of the more powerful consumer radios, such as the Midland GXT1000, Midland GXT760, uh, Motorola MR350, those models can be counted on to give you half a mile to a mile, I'd say, in an open road scenario like the interstate. Obviously, if you're in town with a lot of buildings or if you're in the mountains with uh, a lot of windy roads and a lot of obstructions, that range is going to be reduced. So it's just important to know the more power your radio has, the more range you're going to get. The further you're going to be able to communicate if you get separated from somebody else in your party. Another important factor when choosing a radio may be a vehicle charger. If Mm -hmm. you're going to be spending a lot of time on the road, it may be difficult to find uh, a spot where you can stop and plug your radio in and charge it for eight hours. So if you're going to be in the car for a while, look for a model that includes a vehicle charger or you can purchase a power inverter, you know, that will convert DC power to a normal plug-in. That would work as well. Now, not all radios accept uh, DC power plugs, uh, but some do, I believe. There are. Uh, Motorola has a couple of models. Um, I believe they're MR series. There's a DC charger that connects directly to the back of the radio. It's available as an, an optional accessory you can buy uh, separate from the radios and um, connect it right to the back of the radio and charge it. Midland has gone a different route. They have a DC adapter for their regular charging base. 
So the radios normally have a, a base that you sit two radios in, and there's an AC adapter you plug into the back and then plug into the wall. Well, instead mm -hmm. of using the one you plug into the wall, you can replace that cord with a DC vehicle charger and plug it into your cigarette lighter in your, in your vehicle. Um, that allows you to charge both radios at the same time, and you don't have to buy two cords like you would in, in the case of the Motorola, but uh, sometimes it's difficult to find a spot to sit that dual pocket charger in your car, so consider mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. um, well, another option, too, is to get one of those uh, double or triple DC um, splitter. uh, splitters, you know, and we carry those as well. Right. That would still require that you buy two chargers if you went the Motorola route to charge mm -hmm. both radios because they come in a one pack to charge one radio at a time. If you wanted to charge multiple radios with the Motorola solution, you would need to buy two adapters. And I believe those are $15 or so each. Yeah, they're not real expensive. They're pretty reasonable. Aside from power and range, another thing to consider for road trips is uh, weather channels. I think that could be a big advantage um, or nice to have, I guess I could say, on uh, your radio. Because um, you, know, you never know when the radio's gonna, weather's going to turn bad, and it's nice to have a radio right there with weather support so you can you know, just press a button and see what's going on. Or if you're driving through Oklahoma or something in the middle of tornado season, it's, it's hey, good it to know what's up ahead. It's getting dark in yeah. the middle of the day. You want to know what's going on? Press a button. There you go. Yeah. But those are three big things I would consider uh, if you're buying a radio for road trips or caravanning, those types of things. And all the radios I'm talking about right now are GMRS, FRS, consumer-grade radios. Something else that may be a consideration for this type of of situation is a CB radio. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, um, we don't talk a lot about CB radios, but uh, we do carry them. And for road trips, they could be the ideal solution. With a CB radio, there's a couple of options. There's a handheld version, and there's an installed version. Mm -hmm. The installed version, you, you have to physically mount it inside your vehicle and connect it to an antenna. But the range would be much, much better with that type of solution than you would get with a handheld GMRS radio. But everyone in your party would have to have a CB radio. Um, so that's going to be more expensive than buying a two-pack of um, GMRS radios. But it can be the answer, especially if you do a lot of road trips or if you're on the road a lot, traveling a lot. It might actually make sense to have those in there and to invest the extra money and, and have them because, it, yeah, it's going to extend the range. And uh, you have several several things you can do with the CB radio, I believe. I think if you're doing a lot of traveling, and especially in caravans with numerous parties, I would suggest it. Yeah. Um, one of the things I, I particularly like about CBs is if you're out traveling, especially in a you know an, an area that's less populated but there's you know quite a few people on the roads and whatnot a lot more people are more likely to be using cb frequencies mm -hmm. than gmrs that's going to come in handy if there's an emergency that's right yeah. there are emergency channels set aside on cbs yeah. channel, emergency nine. channel nine yeah um a lot of truckers use the cbs and you know usually they're pretty good guys they'll help you out if you've got a flat or a medical emergency whatever and you know sometimes you're not going to be able to use a cell phone if 
you're out in the middle of Oklahoma looking for these tornadoes, and that's true. You're that's not going to be able to get a, a cell signal. Or if you're in the middle of New Mexico, you're on a long, desolate road in the middle of the night. That's right. The only other people that are going to be out anywhere on those roads, and I've traveled on some of those roads uh, out west. About the only other, you know, vehicles out on those roads at all are truckers. Mm-hmm. One of the big differences between CB radios and and GMRS radios is that when you're using a CB radio. You're talking more towards an open audience. You're not talking to you know one specific party that you know. You're talking to anyone that happens to be listening. So that could be an advantage or a disadvantage. That's I, right. I think that if you're traveling by yourself, a CB radio is a good thing to have. If you're traveling with a group and you want to be able to communicate with one car that's behind you, maybe you want a more private conversation mm-hmm. that a GMRS radio might provide. Um, but do you really think a handheld radio, uh, just a regular handheld uh, FRS or GMRS radio, will give that much more privacy as it's, opposed to it's a It's more perceived privacy. Sure, any radio that you use is not going to be secure. If you're using a GMRS radio, don't expect your conversation to be secure at all. But with a CB radio, the intention of a CB radio is that you're talking to anyone else that has a CB radio. You're not mm-hmm. really talking to a, a single party. A GMRS radio, you can turn on, you know, very specific channels. They're, they're uh, traveling on a highway. There aren't going to be as many people using GMRS radios right, typically right. as CB radios. Right. If someone does overhear your conversation on a GMRS radio, they're, they're going to be less likely to interrupt and, and start talking to you or mm-hmm. to join your conversation. The CB radio, the intent is sort of that it's an open conversation. Someone hears you talking on a CB radio they're probably going to be more likely to jump into the conversation. Maybe you like that kind of thing. Maybe you don't. It's like a big radio party. Yeah, Yeah. could be. (laughs) But it just depends if you like those kind of parties. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. Yeah, it covers CBs. It does pretty much. So bottom line is when you're going to be traveling, kind of look at the options. Look where you're going to be traveling to to see what radios might be best suited for that. Look uh, who you're going to be traveling with, uh, whether or not you're traveling alone or with a a group of people. And um, considering the cost, I guess, uh, that's a factor. Um, That's good advice. Okay. Um, Motorcycles is something else I wanted to touch on just a little. Um, If you're doing a lot of traveling on motorcycles, you may want to consider a headset that is made to be integrated into your helmet. There's a lot of choices uh, as far as that goes. Most of the manufacturers already have a motorcycle or a helmet-specific headset. Usually these um, headsets are going to have speakers that are kind of flat and mount using Velcro inside of of your helmet, and there'll be um, a boom mic Mm -hmm. that sticks into your helmet or somewhere to transmit what you're saying usually you'll see a uh, handlebar mount push the talk button um, so sometimes a wireless one too i think that you make a yeah. wireless push a talk uh, for some of these now so you can just mount you can either you can strap it to your handlebars or something and just you know no wires at all right right there, there are a lot of options for motorcycle headsets i believe xlt Communications has a few options. Impact. Impact has several. Uh, Midland themselves make a, a specific model for an open and closed face helmet. So keep an eye out for those if you're planning on using a motorcycle. 
Okay. Any final thoughts on traveling with uh, radios? No? I think that, that covers yeah, it for me. I think that covers it. Okay. Pretty simple stuff. Well, if anyone has any questions about using radios while traveling, uh, just give us a call or uh, send us an email at uh, show at buytwowayradios.com. Well, coming up next, we have a review of the Midland GXT 760 VP4 two-way radio. And uh, what do we think of it? Well, hang on, because that's next on the two-way radio show. Searching for two-way radios? Buy two-way radios has what you need. My Two-Way Radios is the source for two-way radios and radio accessories from major name-brand manufacturers for businesses and consumers alike. My Two-Way Radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service. All of our products are stocked at our local warehouse. This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buytwowayradios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Buy Two-Way Radios at buytwowayradios.com. Your radio specialists. You're listening to The Two-Way Radio Show. And this week we have a review of a radio from Midland, the GXT 760 VP4. Well, today we're talking about the Midland GXT 760 VP4. Cool little radio. Basically, it's the same package as the GXT 1000. It's got the same power. Um, the only thing that you lose between the 760 and the GXT 1000s is the waterproof capabilities uh, the 760s do not advertise that they're, they're not the waterproof uh, variety but like I said they, they are the same power uh, five watts of power which is pretty good for a handheld consumer radio would you agree that's the most powerful radio consumer grade radio that we sell yes the GXT probably at least one of them 760 yeah. no doubt those are definitely the top two one and two I mean they're five watts is awesome it's really the same radio as the 1000, just a little lighter, a little smaller. Exactly. Because um, it's not as waterproof. It does come in a package of um, a value pack that comes with the headsets. It does come with the vehicle charger to, to plug into your cigarette lighter. It comes with the, your rechargeable batteries. does have the capability of putting in uh, regular alkalines. If your rechargeables go out on you and you need something in a pinch, there you go. I think this is probably a great radio for road trips. I mean, what we were talking about earlier, this would probably be my choice if I were buying a radio specifically for that. You're not going to necessarily need the waterproofing of the GXT-1000, so why spend the extra $10? Mm-hmm. And you get the same power. You get the vehicle charger right in the package. Yeah, uh, it would be a pretty good choice. A three-year I mean, warranty. Again, Midland's ahead of everybody with that, with a three-year warranty. Uh, they're fifty nine ninety nine a set. If you want to move up to the, if you think waterproofing is something you may need, step up to the one thousands. Uh, I think the, the one thousand also has some group mode functionality that this one doesn't have. That's but, right. 
no one ever really. I, I don't group think mode. I don't think I've had anybody use group mode. It's very complicated to set up. We've had a few it? people that tried to use it, and, and it's it's hard to set up. It's the big biggest issue with it. Well, what exactly does group mode do? Just it lets you um, see a caller ID uh, of who's calling you. You can assign an ID to each radio in a group, and then you know specifically who's trying to get you and um, I think <laughs> trying to get you <laughs> there's also a direct call that goes along with it so once you're in group mode you can send a message to one specific radio in your group instead of out to everyone instead on the of channel. broadcasting it mm-hmm. exactly so uh, group mode's complicated it will work but it's it's complicated okay any cons to uh, this radio it's a good GMRS radio, I'd say. It's consumer grade. It's not going to be the most durable radio in the world. But for $60 for a two-pack with the vehicle charger and um, rechargeable batteries and headsets. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Now you say it's, it's water-resistant, but uh, it, it doesn't mean that it's submersible. That's a different thing entirely. So you, Right, even the GXT-1000 is not submersible. This is... Uh, somewhere in between you know the GXT 1000 they advertise is you, you, you get if you drop it in mud or something you can hold it under a faucet and rinse it off can't do that with this one this probably withstand a light rain and be fine yeah just wipe it off real quick yeah but uh, three year warranty I mean you can't you know that's kind of hard to beat on a consumer grade radio a typical consumer radio Midland's been doing it for years and, mm-hmm. and winning over a lot of customers because of that What's costing this? So we cover fifty nine ninety nine. Fifty nine ninety nine. So that uh, sounds like a pretty good price for this radio, especially you get two of them. You get the the, the dual charger and the batteries, and uh, I mean, you know, you get a whole pack there. So if you're considering some radios for traveling, this might be uh, a good set to consider. That's right. All right. Well, uh, we've got some questions here. And uh, from our blogs and our forums. Great. And I'll go ahead and, and post those to you. This The first question comes from uh, Begley SM. And he says, uh, he wants to know if two ways can be left on indefinitely. He says, I'm in the market for a weather radio, and I'm looking at two models right now, the Midland HH54VP2 uh, and the Motorola T9680R. The Midland is a dedicated weather radio. The Motorola's are primarily FRS, GMRS radios. And either solution uh, would be left on 24-7. And that's the source of my biggest question, he says. Does anyone know if if both, but I'm particularly concerned about the Motorola's, uh, the radios can be left on their charging docks turned on indefinitely are they designed to run off wall power when plugged in or is it charging draining the battery does anyone have any experience uh, with leaving them in uh, left on their charging docks and turned on or operational for long periods of time we do not recommend that you leave the radios on in their charger all the time that that is um, going to reduce the battery life it's going to be hard on the batteries on those radios with these radios, the charger is not a smart charger, really. It's um, it's going to be constantly charging the batteries. For the situation he's talking about, I would recommend a dedicated weather radio. Um, Midland has some very nice choices. They are um, some SAME or some same mm-hmm. um, capable weather radios that um, 
are made to be plugged into the wall all the time and they'll constantly be watching for uh, a weather alert and they'll a siren will come on it's similar to the functionality of the 9680 yeah the 9680 radio that are, does have the same technology as well right um, but I would recommend a dedicated device for weather okay anything you want to add to it hit it on the head there okay all right well the uh Next question here is from Icebox, and uh, Icebox says, um, I have a Motorola SX70R and a Uniden GMR855 too. The Uniden is able to receive from the Motorola, but the Motorola cannot receive anything from the Uniden. They're on the same frequency. Uh, the Uniden, no problem when receiving and sending. The Motorola, no problem. The Motorola can receive from the Uniden, but the Uniden cannot receive from the Motorola. Uh, please help me. We need to use the radios uh, for an outdoor activity. Um, and he said uh, he searched the Internet for some instructions, but uh, he says, I find nothing. Sounds so, like he needs to check his privacy codes. Um, yeah, based on what he's describing. Like, I would, sounds like, I mean, if he's, if they're, they're, they're both GMRS radio, consumer radios. Let's say he's on channel one. They're same frequencies, but he's, it sounds like he's got a privacy code on, on, on one of the radios. The one that's working in both scenarios has privacy codes disabled. The one that will only transmit or that won't receive has a privacy code set. Yeah, um, Uniden to the Motorola, I think, is what he says. So it sounds like he's he's got privacy codes set. From what I from what I see here, it may be uh, the Motorola that may have the privacy code set. So right, uh, you might want to check your privacy codes there. And actually, we did cover that in. Um, Episode 8. We just covered that recently. We did a whole episode on privacy codes, and uh, that was actually one of the most common things that happen to cause this sort of issue is um, is when one radio it's has privacy codes set. a very common set. problem. You can say, I'm on the same, both radios are on the same channel. What's going on? And you've got to have the same privacy code as well. Okay. Uh, any other comments or suggestions? No? Thanks for listening. <laughs> Ditto. Okay, well, I guess it's uh, time for us to wrap this up. Send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buytwowayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. Today's show is sponsored by buytwowayradios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buytwowayradios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Once again, as always, thanks for listening. And until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoy. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And we're out. We're out.